Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We are down to our final four because couples are dropping like flies, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, are you tired of hearing our opinions? Good, because tonight we are taking your calls live on the Bachelor in Paradise AfterBuzz show here on AfterBuzz TV. Prune. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Begin. And prune, and prune, and prune, and prune. No, Mike, what you, was that? Mike, you gotta look with your eyes to catch the light. Sorry, I'm not looking. Yeah, I don't have a dead enough look in my eyes. What is up, everybody? Because we are live right here on AfterBuzz TV. We thank you so much. It is Tuesday. We're almost done with Bachelor in Paradise, guys. Like, it is coming down. Things are going down. People are leaving. It's exciting. My name is Mike Feeling. I do not do this show alone, of course, every single week. To my left, the queen of news, Christine. What's up, everybody? Further to our left, <laughs> keeping say. us honest. Yeah. And uh, who were you not last week? I wasn't Steve from Blue's Clues. Not Steve from Blue's Clues. Still is Jeff. Uh, someone said I look like Adam Carolla today. That's good. That's kind of a cool one. Let's take that comparison. one. He does a lot of uh, radio and podcasting, so I will take it. But host of the man show. I mean, hosts a lot of stuff on camera, Jeff. That's, that's good. True. Yeah, you know they let him on camera. So that's they good. do. They let him. We let you on camera. We yes. also, from time to time, if he does his job correctly and he stays camera ready, we let producer Ryan on camera. Oh, it's happening. Hold on. Just wait for it, everybody. This is what you tuned in for. Well, there's his voice. Here he is. Hey, you should know better at this point that I like to throw to him. Guys, like I said, so real quick, because let's be honest, folks, if you are fans of mine, if you're hanging out with me for Married at First Sight, we did this last week. Yesterday and today on Bachelor in Paradise, not a lot happened, okay? We're getting down to the end. We want to know the decisions. Not a lot happened. So we're going to do a really top-level review real quick the last two nights, and then we're going to toss it to you. Ryan's going to put the phone number up in the chat for us right now. It's 424-354-8302, and we are going to go to some of your phone calls in a bit. But first, Christine, what did you think of these past two episodes? That's the sound of me falling asleep. <laughs> the last Come two on. Ep- okay, no, there were some like cool bits sprinkled in there, but overall, a pretty bland two episodes. I think everyone's just anxiously waiting for the finale, so at this point, it's a little bit of filler, so it, not as great for me. I'm going to get mathy for a minute, so I apologize wow. to those of you who aren't into it. We need I that do... graphic of the, like, Goodwill Hunting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, with Julia Roberts. Um, I always feel with all of these shows, whether it's Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Paradise, that the excitement level is a parabola. And okay. we always peak, you know, middle, middle to end. But once we actually get to, like, fantasy suites, love stuff show kind of gets boring. Yeah. So, I mean, and again, boring for this franchise is, like, amazing for other franchises. Sure. But in general, I find, like, 80% into the season is when we peak, and then it's kind of a smooth ride down. Right. Well, I think, actually, this season we peaked at the beginning. Yeah. And then it just, like, made a strong dip. Went back up again. So, yeah, I guess the pal- uh, palapa? No. A palapa. A palapa. A palapa. A palapa no. right down. 
Pra- what did you say it was? Uh, it's a parabola. Parabola. But because parabola. it's paradise, it's a palapa. It's a palapa parabola. I can't get it out of my head, Chris Harrison. Every, every, every time he says it, I'm like, palapa, palapa. I just think of plop every time palapa. I hear him say that. So, <laughs> let's go super quick. Yesterday especially, I think not a lot happened. I can give you the overview because I wrote the four sentences that completely describe the episode. Dean comes back. Kaylin leaves. Christian and Demi get into a fight over Christian flirting. Chris says he does a slow mover, which is an extreme understatement, and he keeps messing around with Katie. Katie says she's cool with it. JPJ gives Tasha a prom, and Rev enters and goes on a date with Connor, who was just dumped by Kaylin. And of course, the big finale of last night, Blake trying to make a nice side date for him and Christina, and then her completely saying, I'm not going to get there, dude, it's done. (laughs) I mean, guys, thoughts on these couples? Most of them are done anyway at this point, after tonight. I just thought it was hilarious that the producers brought in Rev because, oh my God, like, night one girl, like, really, this late in the game? We've had a lot of night one exit from Bachelor Bachelorette people on this season of Bachelor in Paradise. But at least Tejuan, like, she gave us something. She did. She she made sure those 15 minutes were (laughs) enjoyable. Sure. Whereas Rev, I mean, I'm not hating on her by any means. We literally didn't get much to see much of her personality at all. I'm just commenting on the fact that it just felt so unbelievably random. Very much so. All the things that happened in the last two nights, I was like, what? Not only was she a night one elimination on Colton season, right? Mm -hmm. But she also has completely changed her hair color. So she also looks nothing like she did on the season, so she's kind of a Christian, completely new person. I and there's an element. Sorry, to not a, religion, Christian. <laughs> Demi's girlfriend. She's been reborn, as we said. Yeah, there you go. Um, hey. I. It's one of those things where not only did we not know who she was, right. but also no one could say her name. No, no, oh my god, Matt Donald. He's not Naveen. awkward enough as it is. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's it's a bummer when not only are you a night one but they bring you in on the last day. Yeah. You don't even, it's like if you're a night one but you're there the first day, you get made fun of a little bit, but then you have the friend, you have the show right. to try to make your mark, but when you're a night one no one knows who you are, and it's like the last couple weeks, or last couple days, rather, it just feels like both the producers and even the people on the beach are just kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. But Pretty Ryan much. Did, she did a good job, right? She wiped Connor's tears after yes. Kaylin left him and they <laughs> kissed within like 0.5 seconds of meeting each other and then that was it. Yeah, she's yeah. no Tejuan. Definitely even, no Tejuan. Yeah. And then we exactly. kind of act like that never happened. Yes. Completely. Yeah. Just in and out. Right. <laughs> because out of nowhere, you know, they purposely left this stuff out for us at the wedding, right? All these random connections that happened at the wedding and all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, I really hung out with Whitney a lot at the wedding. Like, what? Who's Whitney? Okay. I thought it was interesting that he kind of phrased it at the end, like, had that not happened, like, had, because they show a a really quick flashback of him talking to Whitney and then Kaylin, like, pulls him away to talk. Right. He's like, had that not happened, like, where would would things be different with Whitney? I'm like... Really? Like we're gonna go that far? I mean, it was pretty fascinating. It, it was it was a weird little interaction because he was so upset about Kaylin, but it looked like he was really talking to Whitney by themselves at the wedding. But what I thought was kind of funny here, yeah. was I think there's like a lot of subtle shade the editors are throwing in this season mm. because Connor was like, yeah, like Whitney and I like we had like a really strong connection at the wedding. Then it cuts to their conversation and she's like, I'm from Minnesota, and he's like, Oh, I'm from Michigan, Midwest, yeah, Midwest. Yeah. And then they cut back, like, right. Oh, that was your. Deal deep conversation yeah. <laughs> there's so much wow. of that just like small yeah. little digs that the editors are throwing in very good editing 70 percent of bachelor nation isn't catching but i'm just like loving the savage subtle like yeah. digs well what? they i think they really it seems like they got a lot of permission to just go wild we had the matt donald yeah. thing which was amazing yes. and then the subtle stuff like you're saying 
Yeah. Gotta credit the editors. I just think it's... I Actually, I do love that they put in that bit because it kind of makes... To me, Connor came off a little bit like Kaylin. Like, he was so butthurt, and then it was like, well, now I'm going to switch gears and think about Whitney. Yeah. And people gave Kaylin a lot of crap about, for that, for doing the same thing with Dean and Connor, which... You know, it's paradise. It's the game. You got to move on to the next person, right? Well said. Well said. <laughs> Misha C., great question in the chat. We see all you guys in the chat, of course. CCC, Shanice, Sarah, Amy. Amy, we, you better call in tonight because you dissed me on Married at First Sight. Julie Carey. <laughs> Misha says, is Matt delusional or just inexperienced? You drop a baddie in Sydney for a, quote, supermodel who barely knows you exist. Ooh. I thought that was, I mean, that's a little harsh, but I thought... We're skipping ahead a little bit, of course, but I thought that was an odd pick as well. Did you guys? It bummed me out. I hate watching the, like, no shade to Sydney and Brie, but I hate watching, like, the cheerleader win. Like, okay, so the Taylor Swift song, she wears short skirts, mm-hmm. I wear t-shirts. Isn't that The two guys so, on the panel are singing this. I know. It's a great song. Come on. But isn't that so Sydney and Brie? Yeah. It's ironic because Sydney's actually a cheerleader, Is but she? she's not You're the right. cheerleader in this mm, scenario. Yeah, yeah. Ironic, but yeah, no, it, it was very. You pointed it out while we were watching it that Sydney's the girl in the corner with her overalls and her hair up, whereas right. like Bree's the girl like sauntering down the beach in her like skimpy bikini, and yeah. like the juxtaposition is interesting. But neither of those girls are looking out with someone like Matt. Like what? <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Like, to answer that question in the in the chat, it's like. I think he's kind of weird. I think something is a little off about him. Something's yes. definitely off. I mean, so we said it when we were watching this episode. To me, there's three girls. So I've always been on Team Tasha. I also bring Sydney in. And as the season has gone on, Katie has grown on me a lot more, too. I think those three women have their heads on straight. They know what they want. They're adults. They're not really in this party mode thing anymore. And it's interesting that people aren't completely flocking to them besides Katie and Chris because they've been pretty locked down the whole time. JPJ finally locked down Tasha, but it seemed like they were Tasha and Sydney were kind of free agents too long for my liking. Mm. And Matt just doesn't seem like he's there in relationship mode. He seems a little bit inexperienced. Um, I don't know if Sydney's. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Sydney's pheromones are right for Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. Like I feel like she's more of like she's uh, not hook up enough. Yeah, like I feel like she kind of exudes like a let's like. <laughs> Let's, like, go watch the orchestra and have a nice drink on a rooftop. Like, I just don't... Right. There's sort of an element where you need to, like, exude, like, the I'm ready to meet you today, daybed make out tomorrow, palapa make out tomorrow, boom, boom, room in four days, and I just don't know... And get married. ...if those are her pheromones, you know? <laughs> right. Which isn't her fault. Yeah, and I was gonna say, it's not her fault. It's just, like, this is the what the process is asking of you right now. You're right. either gonna, like, play ball or you're gonna end up looking like that on yeah. TV. Like, Guys, coming off as undesirable just because you're not... Right. Playing in. Let's yeah. comment real quick before we go too deep in tonight's episode. What did overall thoughts super quick, Kaylin and Dean of oh, Kaylin yeah. leaning leaving with Dean. Not surprised. Yeah, I wasn't surprised either. I actually like was like everyone else on the beach being like, I kinda like it. All right. Like I kinda was here for it. I said it last week and I, I know some people in chat were like, eh. I know Renee disagreed as well. Some we had different opinions, but I liked the idea of him kind of coming in with that grand gesture. I don't mm-hmm. know. For me, it, it, it did it for me, and it worked. Okay, cool. Let's get right into this episode, because we want to take as many of your calls as we possibly can, because it's a lot of fun. But before we get to that, we have to take a moment to let you guys know to shout us out on iTunes, guys. Slick, yeah. Slick Christine. So I'm just saying, we cannot skip past that, because we really love and appreciate the support from you guys. Giving us those, those five-star reviews 
really helps our, really helps our podcast grow. Wow, guys, I can't talk tonight. Hey. I'm just really excited. Um, I want to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk and continue to give us those five stars, amazing comments, and as well, if you're joining us on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. You guys, uh, as I've said the entire time, you are our extended panel. Hashtag that because you guys are really calling in really soon. So let's fly through today's episode. Connor and Whitney. Connor pining for Whitney the whole time. He decides, well, she's not coming down the stairs, so I'm going to leave just as soon. And we get the beautiful edit of the vans passing each other, like ships passing in the night, of Whitney arriving and then immediately leaving. Anything to say with this besides cute? It felt like so organically coincidental and not produced at all. And I was shocked. Amazing. (laughs) It was (laughs) I just I really doubt that the timing on this had anything to do with producers at all. Absolutely not. No, I mean it was fun. Honestly, like (laughs) sometimes when you can really feel the producer's hands, it doesn't work. But this actually worked. Right. Yeah. I Connor and Whitney weren't necessarily gonna grab us with their intellect. No offense to those. Wow. I hate to say that. I mean, just started the show, Jeff. Ooh. I don't want to shade Connor, but yeah. he doesn't, and he might be smart. It's just tough. I, I don't with that voice. It's just tough. It's really hard with that voice. Have we seen him have a really in-depth conversation with John Paul Jones? No, but that, that would, would be, be fascinating. fascinating. Maybe the producers are saving that for like finale end credits. Please, no, we're waiting please. for that. Please, that would be just brotastic. To answer your question, yeah. though, like good for them. Yeah, um, for sure. And I, I don't know. I feel like. Because they started so late, like they probably have more to explore at this point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Also, do they go back to paradise now, or are they just no, like, done? They're, they're just done. done. Right? Yeah, yeah. Only Demi and Christian get to go back to paradise after like finding just true love. Saying, what if they pop back in the finale somehow? Everyone pops up when they want. Everyone pops up. It was funny though. Like, if you want to talk about the show, just objectifying these two. Yeah, it's almost like they weren't even allowed to wear clothes. Like Connor was. <laughs> oh had, yeah, they both got in the vans in their swimsuits. Obviously, both like. I would too if I looked like that. But yeah. like, um, Whitney's walking through the hotel in bare feet. Don't know if I could do that. And Connor's a bikini top and bikini tiny. Top. And he's just oiled up the entire he's, time. He's actually covered in oil. Like, yeah. that's what I, they were both shiny. Like, I he's was like, exuding. His pores are pouring out oil. And I just laugh because she shows up and it's just like, we're two hot people in bikinis. <laughs> Who cares what our personalities are? Let's be hot let's together. Ma- let's be hot together and make out <laughs> on this balcony. It's a match made in heaven. Sarah Inglis in the chat, honestly with the best comments, saying Connery Whitney did it right by finding a loophole and getting to chill inside with air conditioning in a gorgeous suite. I mean, that's really what it is. They I can mean, do fantasy suite forever now if they want. Yeah, they don't need any kind of invitation from Chris Harrison. And Disrespectful Poet is calling me out. He's right. I did forget my ring today. I, it's because oh! I... I cooked last night. I'm going to be honest. I cooked a beautiful Blue Apron meal for my wife and I. Oh, shout out. Shout Not out to Blue sponsored, Apron. but let's go, Blue Apron. I took the Apron. ring off because there was using sesame oil and I didn't put it back on. Nice. So I think Laura's watching I right did. now, too. This is a, a fantastic tangent. I take my ring off whenever I eat, too. Yeah. I don't like getting stuff like under cooking. there. Whatever. I don't like cooking with it on. I don't like it. You, could you eat? I like eat, ribs I or chicken on. wings with uh, your ring on? Oh, I know what you mean. I yeah. Messy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what's really bad is if you are anywhere that has only bar soap and you gotta like do that to wash your hands, then it just all this soap gets right under the ring. Yeah. It's terrible. It's the worst. It's a hard knock life. Yeah, you know it's tough to be a guy straight white It's tough man. to be. It's, it's tough. <laughs> so we get a bunch of dates in tonight's episode, right? Clay and Nicole go on a date. Nicole gets some reassurance, even though Clay won't say he loves her. He's always on the precipice Ooh. of kind of thinking about wanting to fall in love you with say her. Cole? No, Clay. 
I thought I heard Cole. I was Cole? like, yeah. No. All good. Let's keep going with Clay Nicole. <laughs> Clay, I think I heard Clay Nicole. Nicole. Clay Nicole. There you go. Yes. Tasha yes. Pace, John Paul Jones in his Speedo kind of paint sketch loosely is a better description. That's pretty cool. Um, Chris is a weirdo and in his head about Katie. It, something is up with this guy. I don't understand. Katie is all in, and she's very forgiving, and she's very cool with everything, but something's up with Chris. Like, he's battling some kind of weird internal demons. I said he looks like he's hungover all the time. I like I don't know what it is, but he keeps saying, I really like you. I want this. I want to be with you, while he's almost breaking up with her the entire time, and she's just kind of there saying, I want this, I'm everything's great. He's like, well, man, do you still want to go to dinner with me? She never didn't want to go to dinner with you. Like, it's all you. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, that's definitely a little challenging to be in that situation, but I think Katie, to, to play in his defense, has to exercise some patience here, because she does really want him. She did throw him for a loop at some point earlier in the season, being unsure with her feelings, so I guess this is just that kind of coming full circle. Yeah. I also think, like, now looking back on it, maybe his concerns were valid in that moment because, like, a breath later, Chris Harrison's like, paradise is over. Y'all need to get married right now or, like, get out. <laughs> yeah. So he probably was like, let me really think about this because I don't know how, like, how, I mean, she wants me to commit, but, like, how much commit? Like, am I getting on one knee or not? So right. and Chris is, is like, a- I got stuff to do. It, yeah. it is kind of a funny turn in the show where, at the risk of sounding like I'm gender stereotyping, whenever you see Chris Harrison play that card where, like, well, guys, we have two days and propose or get out, you kind of watch the women be like, okay, here we go. And then you kind of watch the guys. And we definitely see that with Clay and with Chris right now. But I got to say, I think Katie is, uh, not Katie, sorry. I think Nicole is being much more patient with Clay than I would mm. expect. Oh, she's being good. Yeah. She's being very patient with him, and he's being pretty indecisive. As I wasn't super impressed by the way he handled Angela, and I haven't been super impressed by the way he's processing his feelings with Nicole. Right. Especially, again, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, but her big ask of him was, I want decisiveness and assertiveness. Mm-hmm. And that is not at all what he's showing. He's she's not. being pretty patient. The only emotion that I've seen that are definitive from Clay is when he's like bothered by Angela like then we know like okay like there's feelings behind there but with Nicole he seems to be like just kind of it seems like they've leveled out like I don't see the passion Mm. in their relationship anymore not from him he's very monotone he's he doesn't show emotion he doesn't show energy or get excited unless he's working out yeah, it's true. For four hours. For four hours. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering like how long Nicole's patience is going to keep going because she made it very clear this past episode about it seems like she doesn't want to introduce him to her family until she gets the I love you. I think, I mean, okay. Which I, is fair. I, I usually think. take a real practical approach to these shows. I also think she doesn't want to leave the show. Yeah. So it's very easy to be nice and patient with the person that she... I think she legitimately likes him. You mean but, like the franchise, like them together? Like well, why everything? leave Paradise? She's having an amazing vacation. She likes this guy. Do you want to blow up the whole thing on him? And you know, so I'm going to leave? Like, no, nah, just slow roll and stay in Paradise. Why not? Stay on vacation. You like him. He likes you. The fact that he's not a billion percent in and just all in love, maybe it's not such a big deal if you're having a good time. It was just tough to watch Nicole have to be like, do you feel like you could maybe be falling for me? <laughs> yeah. Then I feel like at that point, his job is to be like, yes, if that's the answer. But instead, he's like, 
you know, um, when I wake up and I think about the beach and this experience, and I'm just like, oh no, when you I come get out to, to it. Spot when on, I come out to so breakfast, yeah. I really am sad that you're not there and you're still getting ready. Like, you just, just dude, that's not the it. answer at yeah. all. Yeah, well, she was she was fine. I was surprised she yeah. wasn't more upset. Yeah. Well, Sarah in the chat agrees. Yeah. She says Clay has given Nicole zero validation. Why has she held on? Yeah, I don't know. We don't know, but we do know we get a rose ceremony tonight, and let's go through it really quick. Luke S. <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere, picks Bree, and unsurprisingly, Bree says, "Nah, bro." <laughs> Can be out. Can I just say that whole moment just made my entire life. Like yeah. I that was single-handedly one of the most funny moments of this entire Was episode. there anything more confusing when he said Bree? I was like, you were with Haley. Did you go on it? Do we maybe we didn't see it. Maybe they went out and we didn't see it. But that seemed out of left field. But he seemed very convinced oh, because yeah. he was like, oh, I could, you know, in the van, he's like, I could have just left, but like, I wanted to make sure with Bree before I left. <laughs> it was a test. I'm like, make sure okay. what? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh my God. Very weird. What a turnaround for him. He went from being called the hotter, better version of Nick Vial to just being embarrassed out of a rose ceremony. Mm. Like, Chris was so savage too. He was like, so what I'm gathering is that no one likes Lucas. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Does anybody want to go anybody with Luke? here? And I was looking at TAs, producers. Does anyone want Lucas? Uh, you over there, the hobo in the corner. Do you want to be with Lucas? <laughs> they also flashed Rev on the screen. And I was like, yo, say it. Rev, you Rev say it right now. There, or you're going to bounce out. You better that's, say something. That says something that she wasn't even like she's like not. I gotta say, the hot take. I actually think Luke S seems like a good catch. He, get, I didn't like his edit. On, if you like tequila, yeah, if you like, exactly tequila brand. I didn't love his edit on the uh, uh, Hannah's season. Right. But yeah. then again, he was dealing with Luke P. And I don't know. He, he seems like sharp. Like I will say, in a crew, in a sea of guy basic, he's like a political strategist who can form a sentence. You know, yeah. I'm surprised he's not. I would think he'd be having a better game. Beach, I think but. I think he got a bad shake of the dice. Yeah. if that's actually a saying that I didn't just make up just on make up. on Hannah's season with, yeah. with the whole thing with the other Luke. I think he got a bad hand so dealt. Did, so did Connor, but Connor got way better of a yes. redemption arc this go around than Absolutely. Luke S did. He kind of came in on some double date premise and like kind of fell into the background. Otherwise, and he left with a great girl, basically, yeah. kind of. So that was good. Regardless, Bree, don't worry, because Mel Matt Donald is coming up right now to go ahead and pick you, and she accepts. Quickly, I have to shout out Misha. Go, C. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, no. Just because Misha's always in our chat. Did y'all hear Chris Harrison on some going once, going twice? Anyone want his rose? Two dollars, one dollar, fifty cents. Bachelor auction. Aww. Misha, see, we see you. It's funny. More or less, more or less. So Dylan, of course, picks Hannah. They're a fantastic couple. John Paul Jones picks Tasha. Obviously. Chase picks Angela, which we've seen nothing of Chase or Angela except for Chase talking about other people. So that was weird. <laughs> Clay picks Nicole. Demi, of course, picks Christian. And Chris, of course, picks Katie. Now, really quickly, because, of course, we're down to the final four. Almost immediately, Bree tells Matt it's not going to work out, so they're booted off the beach. <laughs> that was Chase, savage. That was bad. Chase and Angela, we're not going to do it right now. We're doing the wave at the yes, very end of the show. Chase and Angela have a very awkward, weird conversation where it was more, mostly like, well, we never really liked each other or anything, right? Okay, cool. Bye. What we're was done. funny about Chase and Angela quickly was yeah. the very small things we saw. He had his arms wrapped around her. Their rose ceremony kiss was kind of intense. He leaned mm-hmm. in for a neck right, kiss right. on that one. I wish we would have gotten a little more of that because <clears throat> what was happening? 
I don't know. That breakup was the weirdest, but keep going, Mike. I just well, wanted I think, to shout that out. I honestly Great. think between yesterday and today, a lot of possibly the side stories that we don't get to see were taken out because we got a lot of Demi and Christian. Yeah. We got a lot of edit about them. I'm sure somebody's going to call in and talk about it. So that's why I'm not really going in too deep with that. Yeah. And then, of course, finally, JPJ decides this is the time I'm going to take <laughs> Tasha aside and really tell her how I feel. And you guys know what happens. She basically breaks up with him. She says she's not going to be able to get there, which is another favorite Bachelor phrase. Yes. I'm not going to be able to get there, which only means you haven't fallen in love with somebody over three weeks. Not very odd, but of course for the show, it means disaster. So they go home after a lot of running and odd carrying and, and weird kissing <laughs> and hugging and things. And Jeff with the most insightful comment yes. on exactly who John Paul Jones is. So my observation was that JPJ feels like an alien, like an extraterrestrial. Correct. Who is told you have one month to study human behavior, specifically romance. See what happens. <laughs> yeah. Because every time there's like a seemingly human interaction, JPJ just dials it up in a way that's yes. just a little off. Like whenever a joke happens, t- just a quick pitch me a joke, Mike, real quick, and I'll JPJ. Why did the chicken cross the road? Why is that? To get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> like it's literally like he's like, this is the part where I laugh. And right. then like, so when him and Tasha are breaking up, right. he's like, male supposed to pick up woman. <laughs> Romantic gesture, pick girl up. Pick girl up, walk five, five feet, feet, drop her. Drop. Goodbye. He has these ticks that make it seem like he studied what it means to be a person, but just like didn't quite get all the info. And then like dances around and then falls in the pool on purpose. He can catch fish with his bare hands. Make out in water. Make out. What a jack of all trades, this guy. Fascinating. Very fascinating guy. That that lift at the end was the most JPJ thing he's done like all season. You (laughs) cannot deny that he is a really, really, really unique person. (laughs) For sure. Really love him. So they are out and again we end with Chris talking to Katie just like we said this confusing relationship where the only drama or the only problems are in Chris's head and Katie is just kind of along for the ride and keeps allowing it. Just to your point, Jeff, as Nicole, she's being extremely forgiving and just kind of rolling with it. And um, we don't really know much more to say. I think you were going to say something right now. Uh, Give a shout out in the chat. Oh uh, no! I was just a yep. lot of great, lot of great people in the chat. We love having a lot you of guys. great people in the chat. Yes. You guys are great at typing. Oh, Ryan is excited at something. Ryan, did you want to say we something? We were all just uh, cracking up at Jeff's joke in the booth here. <laughs> that, that really got me pretty hard. Oh, nice. Well, I'm glad. <laughs> I, I'm going to credit uh, JPJ on that one, we guys. I am tossing the phone number in the chat right now. Ryan, are you prepared to receive we some are, phone the calls? The phone lines are open. The phone we lines are open. Wait for you to call. Here in, we go, so guys. Call in. The number. Wow. The number. <laughs> Ryan's very excited. The number is on the screen. So here is the rule: no cursing. No cursing. Please, no cursing. And we're just going to be nice, okay? So even if you disagree with us, just be nice. We're all having fun. No cursing, please. We're not going to get demonetized on YouTube. No cursing and just have fun. Tell us your name and where you're calling from and what you want to talk about. Which crazy couple or crazy person on here you guys want to talk about. Call us right now and have a lot of fun. While we're waiting for our first caller, let's go ahead and get into that Demi and Christian deal. We, the three of us, talked a lot about this kind of saga Mm -hmm. or drama or whatever you want to call it while we were watching. It seems to me a little overproduced because in my mind, I was thinking, I flirt with people in front of my wife more than Christian seems to be flirting. This seems very normal. And Demi seems to just be like going off, you know, off the rails about it, Wait, and then we started talking. I hear it. Sorry. I hear it. Hang on. I we were talking about how 
you know, she's really compensating for something else. Let's continue this. Who is on the line with me? We're just pulling it up. We've got someone on the Hello? line. Hey. Hey, who's this? This is Terrence Matthews from Detroit. Man, what's up, Hi, Terrence? Sir. What's going on, buddy? Uh, hey, um, I got uh, two things I yeah. want to talk about. All right. All right, one is the Jimmy and Christian thing. Go. Yeah, um, I get it. I mean, I don't think she should get a complete pass for it either, you know, because, like, if it were a guy she were seeing, this would be a different story. I do believe that. Sure. That's true. What but else did you want to talk about? At the same time. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So, this is probably the only way this could happen. Like, obviously, we've all wanted to see the, a same-sex couple on this show right. for a long time. The only other way that could happen is if, by some stroke of luck, they get at least two bisexual people on The, the, the Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Right. And they just happen and, to find out about it. And they both show up show up in paradise. And the thing is, even if, even if they got two bisexual people on the show and they both show up in paradise, there's no guarantee that those two bisexual people will actually like each other anyway. Of course. So this was the only like, sure way to make sure this happened. That's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. What else were you looking to comment on? And um, I also, I saw y'all, you guys on uh, Mike Johnson about like him not being ready on the previous after show. Yeah. Me, I personally still stand by the, the idea that they're not showing him because they just don't want people to fall more in love with him. Mm. You got to realize that just because, you know, um, just because that they're not showing him trying doesn't mean he's not actually trying. Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. They definitely yeah. get a strong edit going and, you know, every obviously America wanted him to be bachelor in a big way. So what Terrence says is making a lot of sense. Terrence, do you feel like Mike out of all the potential candidates we have right now, do you think Mike Johnson is the best candidate for Bachelor 2020? I actually do, yeah. And here's the reason why. Because I feel like Peter, no offense to Peter why I think he's a good candidate. I feel like we've had so many iterations of Peter already. Yeah. Yes. Like it could be another Ben Higgins or Sean Lowe. And then even his pilot thing, we've had a pilot bachelor before. Like, <laughs> that's good that's point. Love. We're really digging. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Terrence, thanks so much for calling us in, buddy. Oh, go ahead. Last, last comment. Last thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more thing. And also, Mike is more unique. Yeah. Ultimately, he won't be just the first black bachelor. He will also be the first military veteran lead period so, mm, yeah this is a point that they didn't pick him i didn't know that about him did i just gloss over that fact it's a good point terrence terrence you rock man thanks for watching yeah. and thanks for calling in today thanks terrence um guys the lines are back open tossing the phone number back in the chat we want to hear from you calls 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 go ahead christine so i think it was monique she put she had said something in the chat about uh jamie king being bisexual on Bachelor in Paradise season four, the same season that my sister was on. And that brings up a good point because Terrence brought up that this was the only way that the producers could ensure that this connection would happen. Right. But I would like to counter that with that same idea that Jamie was on the show and... You know, at that point, just because she was the only bisexual person there, that doesn't mean she couldn't have engaged in a relationship with a straight person. Like, do you have to be openly defined as something to explore that with someone else? Like, Hmm. it could have happened then. Maybe the connection didn't organically happen, so the producers didn't lean lean into it. Right. But I wonder if maybe there was something there and they just weren't ready to show it yet because it didn't pan out. We never will know. I want to know what our next caller has to say, though. Ryan, let him on. 
What's up? What's up? Who's this? Hi, it's Julie from Vermont. Hey, Julie. Thanks for calling in. What do you want to talk about? Which of these crazy couples? Oh, man, there's so much. So <laughs> much. I just, I find myself just appalled that I am rooting for Kaylin and Dean. <laughs> I hate both You're not of alone. Them, You're definitely not but alone. I feel like, you know, they're the most organic couple there. You know, Julie, I agree with you. I think my thoughts on this are that whether they're kind of a train wreck, you know, Dean seems like a mess, but he actually is a thoughtful person. And I think I mentioned it a couple times on the show, but this crop of guys, I don't know if they're necessarily the most thoughtful or able to express how they feel. So even when Dean is expressing negative feelings or non-committal feelings, he's at least expressing something. And I think Kalen and Connor didn't work out because Connor never really brought anything interesting to the table. Mm. And I think Kalen is interested in Dean's messy brain that he brings to the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. And the thing, I don't know, I'm trying to figure out Chris and Katie. Like, yeah. she is so sharp and so beautiful right. and funny and sweet. I don't get it. Because Chris, I don't know. I think he's just there for his five bars, but it's making me crazy. I'm wandering off now, and the only thing that makes it interesting is After Buzz. Hey, thank you so much. We love you guys. Hey, of the four couples left actually on the show, who's your favorite? Um... I guess I'm going to have to go with Hannah and Dylan. Okay. Nice mm. choice. Definitely. Stable. And, and that bothers me, too. But. <laughs> <laughs> Do not be bothered, Julie, because we love you. Thank you so much for calling and hanging out with us tonight. Thank you. You got it. We Bye. are going to go rolling right into it because Ryan's got another fan on hold. What is going on? Stand Ryan. Stand by. Sorry, they just hung up. What? Uh, I know. I know. It's, it's oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Guys, that. call us right back. We only have one line going. We're not a radio station. So if you don't get through, just call us back. We'll get you on for sure. I'm loving these calls so far, first of all. It's amazing. Julie yeah. and Terrence, thanks for calling in. It's so fun hearing what you guys have to say because obviously we talk about it constantly while we're in the studio. Uh, but going back while we're waiting for our friend to come back, going back to the whole Demi and Christian thing. Mm-hmm. It was weird to me because now I'm just obviously I'm not a lesbian, okay, but I'm trying to go into that zone. It was weird to me Christian's reaction, and we talked about this a little because she basically said, you know, Demi is having a difficult time coming out, mm-hmm. right? So this is new for her. She's not used to being in a lesbian relationship, especially when it's being broadcast on, you know, nationwide television. Seems like Christian has been in these kind of situations before where the woman she's dating isn't out or, or, you know, hasn't come out or whatever and is struggling with that. It was odd to me that Christian would be triggered or anything like that knowing she's experienced this before and what a big stage this is for Demi. I can speak to this, I think. Not at a personal level, but just I've got friends who are out who have talked about this experience. Sure. Um, and we'll get to callers in just a minute, so make sure you guys keep calling. But the point I want to make is if anyone's watching season three of Glow, they actually explore this. Any Glow fans out there will have seen this. The most recent season, there's a very out, loud, and proud lesbian character who's dating someone who's still struggling with her sexuality. Yeah. And it's that thing where, you know, as an ally and a friend, I can be supportive. But as a romantic partner, this is a lot of baggage for me to have to take on as well. I can totally empathize with the fact that this is hard for you right now, but you won't be ready to date me until you're ready to know who you are personally. And right. I can't be 
the person to usher you out of the closet. I can support you, but you need to be comfortable with who you are before you can date me because we're already going to be adopting enough societal baggage as it is if mm-hmm. we decide to pursue this. She just really knew what she was getting into coming into Demi's, like, this bachelor is Demi's territory. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't know. I feel like she, she should have known. Let's go to our friend. Who's What's going on? Who is this? Hello, hello. Hi, this is uh, Laura from Los Angeles. Hey, Laura. Oh. You're right here oh in our backyard. What's going on? Is this the Laura? <laughs> I, I'll just go ahead and say um, it. I, I uh, do recognize if, uh, this voice Jeff for listeners. Um, um, by Jed, one more time, for old time's sake. <laughs> I'm being asked by an anonymous caller to sing Vacation. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, Vacation. <laughs> oh How was that? That was perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, I'll Laura. Open line for uh, other folks. Amazing. Oh, thanks, Laura. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. Ryan, do you have somebody else right away? We, we, we might. We just might. We just might. That we just might. The best call yet, in my opinion. Um, <laughs> incredible. Thank you, Laura. Thank you so much. Shout out to Laura. Uh, we're standing by for one more call. Um, I'll let you. I'll chime in and let you guys know when we got someone online. Go ahead. We okay. want them. We want them right away. I have to say, initially, I had the same knee jerk reaction that you did, Mike. But yeah. as we talked about it off air, I definitely do agree with Jeff's point. Like it is so much to also take on being that like rock solid person for your partner all the time, along with the extra baggage, like you said, that you yeah. have to deal with. Um, and I think Christian actually did a good job of expressing that to Demi later on when they did eventually have another heart to heart. And she, you know, she said thank you to Demi for for understanding like this isn't it can't just be this one sided battle where Christian's got her armor up for the both of them like they it is going to take some time and I think Christian like you said has to also lean into like her own experiences right. to like get, offer Demi some grace in this period but it's definitely something where they both have to meet each other in the middle for yeah. sure we do have a caller let's go hello 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 who's this. Hi, this is Brianna from the Bronx, New York. How you doing? Who do you want to talk hi about? Hi to everyone. Um, first of all, does, does um, Demi's girlfriend not resemble Hannah G to anyone? Is mm. it, oh, yeah. Am I the yeah. only one that Absolutely. That? I can see it. That's, yeah. That's Shorter hair. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Also, I just really, even though I wasn't a fan of Demi and um, Christian staying, I do like Demi being so open about the fact that, you know, there is sort of a grace period in first coming out and trying to feel normal. Like, yeah. you know, feel like there aren't eyes looking at you because it must be hard loving someone and wanting to express that and not. But I thought it was a cop-out when she said that she's not touching really because I felt like she definitely was that way with Derek. Like, she didn't question it. Well, at least that's what we saw when they would show them on, like, the TV. But That's exactly yeah, what we said. Reserved with Christian. When we were watching it, this is exactly what we said. She was touchy-feely with Colton, with Mm. Derek. So, obviously, it's not the fact that it's a touchy-feely thing. It's the fact that it's coming out and she's not used to it with another woman and being seen not only by her friends and the people right there, Mm -hmm. but you got all these cameras stuck in your face 24-7. And it's going out and your family's going to see this. It's another layer. I mean, the family does know. uh, We know, like, the immediate family because she talked about coming out to her mom, but maybe not extended, friends back home. We don't really know. So it's all this stuff piling on Demi, I think, at the same time. What if, like, her homophobic aunt in, like, Wisconsin somewhere is like, you know, maybe the immediate family doesn't tell her these kind of things because of the kind of behavior she knows that she'll receive from it. Absolutely. Are they your favorite couple still left in it? 
No, I'm not really rooting for them necessarily. I don't know. I don't think anyone is solid. I feel like all these relationships are temporary. Even 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 Dylan. Dylan? Okay, that again. Sorry. Even, Even Dylan and Hannah. Definitely. Oh, I, oh hot take. all right. That is a hot take. As right. much as he's into her, and usually that's not making love a lasting relationship if, like, you're not equally yoked like that. Fair Ooh. enough, man. I, I like the hot take. I don't think any of us had that. Uh, thank you so much for calling in on our call-in show today. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Love seeing you guys. Bye. Bye. Yeah. It's despite the last two episodes being boring, like the demi Christian dynamic is definitely the most talked about thing on Twitter right now. And a lot mm. of people are saying what our callers have called in and said, you know, just kind of like empathizing where she's at. And even earlier tonight in the chat, someone had chimed in and said, you know, excuse me for being insensitive, but it's 2019. Like, why isn't she comfortable being gay on screen? And I think. this whole conversation and thing that happened needed to be shown to to understand that on a different level. Yeah, I think think we're still a ways off no matter the year of that being comfortable for somebody when they're, you know, right first coming out. There's still a lot of prejudice in the world. There's still a lot of stereotypes. I mean, especially out of the country, there's a lot of stuff going on. uh, And it's super unfortunate and it's sad, but we're still kind of in that state. So this, I think... I think she's going to be real pleasantly surprised when she gets back home at the love and the support that she's going to have from, you know, everybody in Bachelor Nation in the community and and just people loving her because we love her. So, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. Ryan, we got someone else queued up? Uh, Stand by, y'all. I think we're getting someone right now. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Guys, keep calling. I do. uh, One one thing I want to say is I sometimes laugh when they're like, yeah, like, I'm not super comfortable with PDA, but we have to get used to the tough conversations. I'm like, if you think this is the tough conversation, (laughs) what happens when one of you gets diagnosed with something? You know, it's just like sometimes the tough conversations on Bachelor, I'm like, give it a year. Here's our caller. Okay. Oh, hello, hello. Who's this? I'll take with a grain of salt, huh? Hello, hello. Can you turn your computer down? Yeah, guys, go ahead and mute uh, YouTube if you're watching us and say hello. What's up, man? Or woman. <laughs> hey. Hello. And we're not. Oh, if you don't right. talk to us, we got to hang up on you. Sorry about that. <laughs> Call us back if you can hear us. Let's switch over real quick while some more friends are calling us because we really haven't talked about Clay and Angela very much. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of the fourth couple going on here. Do you think... Clay is into this. Is he just moving at a terribly glacial pace? Does it, Do we see the traces of his relationship with Angela creeping in now with Nicole of not really committing and kind of talking around stuff? Is it a Clay issue is yeah, what you're asking? Yeah. Uh, I think he seems to just not be over Clay, but it does seem like we have someone on the line. Please, who, please. Who is this and from where are you calling? Hello, this is Shanice from Connecticut. Shanice, hey, Shanice. Shanice. Smile. Oh, Shanice. Shanice, sweet smile. Hi, Christine. You know I love you, girl. I love you. <laughs> I'll be in Christine's DM annoying her a lot. So she no. She always sends me yeah, good TM on Instagram. Yeah, it's never saying? annoying. It's never annoying. What? Uh, who do you want to talk about? Who's your favorite <laughs> couple? What's going on? Yeah, this episode was a lot. It was boring to me. Yeah. But I do, and I did enjoy some of the moments. Like, even though Kate, Katie and Chris were, like, dramatic and stuff, I did enjoy that moment. Because I think um, Chris is just, Chris just thinks he's, Katie's too good for him. Mm. So that's why I think he's getting into his head. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. She's too good for him. So please, please cut him a little slack. I'm <laughs> sure he'll get it together. You guys are kind of hard on him. Okay. I, I really like them as a couple. I want him to get out of his head because I like them together. 
Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah, it seems like he's questioning it because it's like it's like his what ten time or something. Exactly. Oh, geez, yeah. He's, he's, he probably has a lot of pressure on him. PTSD from Bachelor. I agree, Shanice. There's there's part of me that's like, are any of us surprised that the sixth time Bachelor appear is a is having questions or doubts right. the producers you know? aren't that's why they changed his lower third to hoping it'll hoping work it'll out work, yeah. <laughs> yeah those are pretty hilarious they're like all types of different stuff for him and he enjoys it every time because he tweets about it and stuff so Shanice, that's all i wanted to say i love you guys we love, love you too love thank you. you so much for calling bye all right good night guys we probably got time for one more caller Real quick, let's let's while we're waiting for another friend to call in, let's do some predictions for next week because we're gonna run this out to the very end of the show. Yeah, keep calling though, guys. We're gonna get somebody else on here. Jeff, uh, Dylan and Hannah <laughs> get engaged. Chris and Katie get engaged. That's it. I'm gonna say Dylan and Hannah get engaged. I'm gonna say Clay and Nicole surprise us and get engaged. I think you Hot can't take. you can't discount Chris and Katie because of the the previews and the hands yes. and the and the rings. That's yeah. also true. It's too little undercover. We got somebody else though, Ryan, don't we? Yes, we do. Oh, hello. Where are you calling from? Yeah, hello. Is this? Uh, I'm on. This is us. Yeah. You're on. Oh, great, great. Okay, this is Monique. Hey, Monique. Um, I just wanted to um, say. I wonder what's going to happen in the reunion with Blake, mm. who, I mean, I'm sorry, Jeez. I have not forgot what happened with him and Kaylin sure. and the Everybody. Instagram stuff <laughs> and how bad that turned out, what's going to happen with him and Dean. Yeah. I'm just really interested to see what that is. Absolutely. I don't like that. Real quick, I don't like that Katie... Like, why is Chris so unsure about Katie? I know. Like, yeah. He's right? super Jeez. solid. It's just kind of like weird to me, but all right, well. It's very weird. And you bring up a really good point. How many more times are we going to get Stagecoach? Stagecoach has not been mentioned the past two episodes. So their marketing team is really upset. Hopefully next week when we do the the live reunion, because they got to talk about this, he's hooked up with four or five girls that are going to be on the panel when they all come back for the reunion. Yep. Right. I'm actually really curious. I mean, Stagecoach has been really big in... <laughs> Big Brother, and it's also been really big in Bachelor in Paradise. It's having a great summer. What, yes. what was, it, what was Stagecoach big in Big Brother? I'm a huge fan. I missed so, it. So, like, a couple of the contestants met on, like, met at Stagecoach. Wow. And oh, oh, oh. They um, don't Holly, know each other. Right? Holly and the, and the other girl. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, and that's really bad if they know each other. Um, within the house because that's an automatic vote. I don't want to get too off topic but I feel the same way this season about Tommy and Christy the only ones that get to know each other and have an automatic ally. That was silly. What? uh, Who has been your favorite couple? There we go. There you go. Who has been your favorite uh, couple this whole season on Bachelor in Paradise? I mean I'm just going to go kind of weird. If Tasha's got to be like either (laughs) the best actress that I've ever seen in my life with how into it she is with JPJ Mm. or I don't know anything. I kind of like it. It's cute. Um, It's it's not going to work. She's like, like probably like four or five years older than him. And it's just not going to, I don't see it, but I like them. Yeah. Way too much for me. Um, I don't like anybody else. (laughs) Fair enough. How do you feel about Hannah and Dylan, Monique? I don't feel anything. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, okay, you know how I feel? I feel uh, secondhand embarrassment when, did you, did you, rem- the, the one thing that I'm going to remember is her, like, 
her in the pool and him with his legs wrapped around her. Yes. yes. Walking, like she's walking her. She's around. carrying him. That yes. is the takeaway like, from oh my God. her life. <laughs> Monique, that's but amazing. All power to them, all positivity to all of the couples. I hope that they work out, or if not, you know, everything works out. You well, know, hey, I'm not trying to be a hater. All so. positivity to you. You were our last caller. We got to wrap up, but thanks so much for calling in. We have, wish you have a great night. Thank you. All right. You so Guys, that's going to be it. Thank you to all of our callers. That was super fun. If you didn't get through, don't worry because we are doing this again next week for the finale. Because we're basically going to see who gets engaged and who doesn't, right? And we're going to hear from you and all your thoughts on the entire season. Until next week, my friends, Christine, where can they find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Love you guys. And you guys can catch me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And make sure you tune in to Bachelor News Daily. Christine did one last week. And Mike, we got to get you here to do one, too. i got to get on, guys. Yes. <laughs> I am Mike Feeling. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. Tomorrow, if you are one of my relationship reality people, you know is the Married at First Sight finale. I'm doing another call-in show. Lanisha's going to be with me. We're doing taking all your calls again tomorrow. Until then, are you guys ready? Yes. Ready. Angela, goodbye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 